right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, Elevated Friendship. How do you feel about all this going on? Now, I'm going to tell you how I feel, but how do you feel? Let's make it plain. All right, you all. So we are back and... uh and, you know, I, I, I do have some, you know, some good news and some bad news. The bad news is um, <laughs> I feel like I say this every two years now. I, I will be ending the Make It Plain Wayne podcast and rebranding into a new name um, with a little bit uh, uh, more of a trifold focus. And um, and uh, the good news is I have so much more freedom. I have so much more fun. And I will have, you know, just more good information for you all. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, just take care of business, you know. Um, I'm going to go on vacation <laughs> and have a good time. Uh, but the heart of this message deals with marriage, um, marriage advice, you know, marriage. Um, and, and for those of you that have been watching, you know, shows like This Is Us or uh, 911, um, uh, 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 90 day fiance or, you know, what were these shows? 90 day fiance, love at first sight. Um, or like the bachelor, um, you've seen a reality based version. You've seen a fictional version. You've seen all these things, um, to help you, you know, kind of get a grasp on the various scenarios that happen in marriage and how you would, you know, deal with them. Um, now, real talk, if you want to have some therapy, watch these shows with your husband or wife to be. Watch these shows with your husband or wife. Um, you get some great conversations afterwards um, that really yield a lot of fruit. I'm just going to be honest. They're... Um, they're really great conversations. They're really great uh, uh, conversation starters that sometimes invite or speak on things that you wouldn't, you know, even even begin to think of. Um, so I won't give examples because they're endless. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, and this is before my my parents um, divorce. Um, they watch Young and the Restless together. And the, the thing about that show is it can be so fantasy that it will drive your mind away from the five guarantees I'm going to speak of later. Um, but for me, the, the real heart of this message and heart of this podcast came from me just watching how the media and culture treat married people. Um, just the gossip and the lies and you know, sex dies in marriage or the disagreements and, and you'll see, you'll see, you know, just the movies and negativity. Um, when in fact, um, marriage is a business. It can be a well-oiled machine. Um, there is not one CEO. Um, there is not one dictator, one note taker. Um, that's not how it works. Um, those hats, are interchangeable and you will clearly see this when in a marriage when you understand what you're really doing 
you understand there's sometimes you're going to sit down and shut the up, right? There are sometimes you don't have the answer or you should not be giving the answer. You should be listening. Um, and that's what we're built for. Um, we don't complete each other, but it's impossible to think that one person has all the answers. So we help each other. We, we build each other up and, and take care of one another. So in this podcast today, I'm just going to seek out to do something that I really wish people do more often, um, which is mentorship, guidance, actual fruit, um, the, the meat of what it takes to sustain and, and build a relationship, um, a, a healthy marriage. So I talked about what I don't like, um, but what I do like uh, is to please, please, please do everything you can to get around the quality examples the males and females, females that you want to emulate, that have the relationships that you want, that go beyond the 10 and 15 and 20 years that you want to see. Um, and also, please understand, you're going to change. You're going to change. Mind, body, and soul. Read the books. Humble yourself before life humbles you. And learn how to help one another. This is maybe one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give. Learn how to help one another. If at the end of the day, you can't answer this one question. How have I helped my husband? How have I helped my wife? If you can't answer that question at the end of the day, what are you doing here? Honestly. Like I said, this is a business. Marriage is a business of love. So, of course, there's going to be some parts that are romantic and sexy and all that. But then there's some parts that are just simple gardening, right? It's farming so that you don't have to firefight, right? So, please understand, your single friends are valuable, but your spouse comes first. So, Understand this. You've already got your family, blood. You've already got your friends, choice. When you add this man or this woman into your family, choice. You put a ring on their finger. They put a ring on your finger. You made those vows to each other to put that relationship on top of everyone that's at that arena that church, that uh, 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 wedding chapel or wherever you're at in that park or whatever, you made that vow in front of them to say, this person now is top. You chose that. Not in, not them. So if somebody comes in, and, I'm, I'm, and it, this is what I'm saying. If I hired somebody for a job to come work for me, the last thing I'm going to do is hire them on day one. You know, I hired this new guy, but I really don't think it's going to work out. I mean, this guy, he comes to work late. You know, his shoes are untied. He's, you know, heating up food in the microwave. He heats up fish and burnt popcorn in the microwave all the time. Like, I don't know if this guy is going to make it. Well, what does that say about you? That you would pick somebody, you would hire somebody that doesn't quite align with what you want to do. Why are you doing that? So when I get to talking about these five guarantees, 
and being honest with yourself, you're going to see that it's not your partner that you need to be trashing. It's you that you need to be trashing. Why are you picking bad fruit? Why are you choosing bad things? Why are you drinking expired milk? That's a you problem. That's why I said in in the end, we're going to clean this up with being real. So shows like 90 Day Fiance or Marriage at First Sight um, or, you know, yeah, like The Bachelor, right? Oh, man, I get to choose from all these gorgeous women. Or Bachelorette, you get to choose from all these gorgeous ladies. And, and real talk, I mean, there's men watching this or, or listening to this podcast um, uh, uh, that are same sex, right? If you're dating, if you're a man dating men or women dating women, one of the fun things and, and the beautiful things um, about that culture is a lot of the, and, and this is what's sad, a lot of the trash that we have put into our heterosexual uh, uh, lives, they completely bypass that. They completely bypass all of that trash, but because we're human, right? We're human beings. They still have to deal with those aspects of psychology that I'm going to speak with. So nobody gets out of this thing perfect. You don't get out of it because you're gay or lesbian, or because, oh, I don't date black women. You don't get out. Like, there's white people have drama too. <laughs> black people, Mexican people, Asian people, Native American people, Middle Eastern people, we all have drama too. Like, you don't get out because of one. Oh, it's so much better now. Oh, okay. Well, if it's not psycho- psychological, it's going to be physical. If it's not physical, it's going to be culture. If it's not culture, it's going to be politics. If it's not politics, it's going to be sports. If it's not sports, it's going to be something else. So, <laughs> uh, these shows have done an amazing job of highlighting the fantasy, the drug of the relationship. But the the part where they mess up is you can't create a relationship in a fantasy world and expect them to succeed in reality. Start with the reality. Give them a little fantasy. Go back to reality and give them a little fantasy. I want to see that, right? Because that's actually what happens in couples therapy. They take you from reality and put you in a fantasy controlled environment. Well, you get to sit and actually work on the the project, right? You ever do group projects in school when you were a kid, right? Or group projects when you're in college or high school, that DECA, those marketing, you get to work on it in a controlled environment. You are now forced to work on it in a controlled environment. What are some other controlled environments? The kitchen. What are some other controlled environments? The weight room. What are some other controlled environments? Uh, The bath, right? Controlled environments are not bad. This is where you come to look at things with a hypercritical focus, and it's beautiful. So the number one thing that I hate is (laughs) we take things that were built in a fantasy world And when thrusted into a reality-based structure, now we want to tear them down and act like they were, you know, faulty in that. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Understand that what you built was built in a immature place. 
Now that you're being forced to look at it more maturely, it's going to look a little bit different. Okay. Number one, let's talk about these guarantees. Stick to these guarantees. These are non-negotiable. These are human. If you try to get away from these, you will lose. Let's stick to the guarantees. Number one is family structure and culture. I love to ask if you have any questions, but <laughs> you're listening to this. So you <laughs> number one is family structure and culture. Number one guarantee. Number two is psychology. That's for you and the person you love. For you and the person you want to marry, the person you're married to, the person you're going to be married to for the rest of your life. Number three, the third guarantee is religion. Whether you believe in nothing or you believe in something, there is a religious focus. Please understand that is a guarantee. Number four is expectations and desires. I'll get into that in a second. And last but not least, number five is friends and hobbies. Um, these guarantees, um, they don't rule us. They don't run us. They are our playlist. Um, so your family structure and culture, this is why the old school um, uh, mindset of meet the family is great. Don't throw out everything old just because uh, a part of it was moldy and musty. Don't throw it all out. Learn how to use all the pieces for your benefit. Family structure and culture is where you get to see if your husband or wife is exactly like their dad, exactly like their mom, like a mixture of their mom and dad, or a complete rejection of their mom and dad. A rejection of their mom. A rejection of their dad. Or if they're, you know, because they were raised by their dad, they don't have some of those feminine aspects or those wisdom mindsets that come from a woman. Or they were raised by their mom. They don't have those masculine aspects that you get from a man or those logical aspects that sometimes come from a man. So you get to find out why you do what you do, why you do what you do. Why you why why you act like you act? You get to find out which parent or lack of parenting or rejection or a, a mixture they are. Then you get to see their culture, their family. Uh, you learn more about them at a Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner than you ever would, because you get you get their whole basket right in front of you or around you which can many times be friends. And I'll come back to friends specifically later. But you need to see that. Do not hide from this. The second you guys feel like you're getting serious and, and it's really going somewhere or you're thinking about moving in together, you need to do this. I used to be against moving together because I was a really old school, you know, mindset kind of guy. But um. I understand now that's the way thing that's the way people do it, right? You're going to be together, you're going to be around each other, you're going to be in each other's butt all the time. You move in together to see if is this really going to be real. Um that that's how we do things now. You need to find out their family structure and culture. Find out if you fit in, right? 
Does this work? Can you stomach these people? Is this better or worse than your family? You get a chance to answer those questions and find out, hmm, okay, this is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. Oh, it's not so bad. Like, I, I thought it was going to be crazy. It's not going to be so bad. You know, all, <laughs> their whole family is is gang members, tri- Crips, Bloods. Their whole family is Democrats. Their whole family is Republicans. Their whole family is vegan. Their whole family is devil worshipers. Their whole family is is whatever. Like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Cancel me. Peace. You know that for a fact now. Um, but, you know, then you have the other uh, aspect, the other guarantee, which is psychology. And that psychology piece, um, and, and let me say it like this. this is probably, probably the best way to say this. Let's, um, let's, let's clear out the space and... Uh, uh, downtown or whatever in an open field, and I want to build a building, right? So first, the foundation, that's your DNA, right? Then everything that you start to put in uh, uh, as far as the concrete pouring, the plumbing, the the route that your electricity and and your trenching and uh, fiber and internet and and all that's going to run through, that is the childhood in its most simple form. It looks like absolutely nothing to, to the untrained eye, but it is the beginning of what will be a, a rocket uh, 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 <laughs> engineer, a orthopedic surgeon, a world-renowned heart surgeon, an NBA great, a motivational speaker, a business, math, or finance guru, a Warren Buffett. You can't see that from ground level, not in its construction uh, 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 stage, where there's a foreman and pipes and all these things laying around. There's all these pieces. That is the childhood, because at that point, all you could do is wonder. All you have is blueprints which is what kids run around with all all day long. And so if you ever watch kids play, um, the beauty is like you watch boys, they're like they're a whole movie in their head. And girls, which is uh, uh, this is a whole nother podcast, have the supreme intelligence of already loving and nurturing a Barbie and a baby carrying around a baby, mimicking what they've seen from women, boys. And we don't do this. We're not that (laughs) uh, intelligently inclined where you see a kid looking at the periodical table of elements like a girl is walking around with a baby at the age of, of five. Right. And I'm watching my daughter do this right now. So to stack it perfectly, there should be and I'm not going to say good or bad. There should be the DNA then the quality childhood, then those years of of growth and, uh, uh, you know, growth spurts and, you know, losing teeth, gaining teeth, all that, your childhood, you know, toddler childhood, then we get to like grade school, then we get to junior high, then we get to high school, the teenage years, then we get to your 20s, And this is the building getting glass, right? The the foundation is is pretty supreme at this point. 
Now we're starting to put in glass and running the fiber throughout the building. We're putting in drywall, sheetrock, all that is happening. You're getting a, a supreme thing. Then finally, when you get to the you know, full full build out, you've got the elevators, the stairways, the alarm lines, all that stuff. You've got the roof. Everything is finally set until, you know, the point where we, you know, finally get to adulthood and you can walk up to the top and finally look down at everything that's been built. That is psychology. Um, everything stacks on top of each other in a certain <clears throat> in a certain way. <clears throat> now, it's not saying Every piece is perfect. That's not saying every piece um, was purchased with the best money or the best mentoring or the best foreman or the best construction crew. Not every part of it is going to be perfect, but the psychology is knowing where we are with each piece. The emotional psychology, the mental psychology. You only know what you know. So understanding that your psychology is going to be different the nature versus nurture. Your psychology is going to be different from your partner is crucial, crucial to understanding why you should and should not argue about things, why you should and should not slam their face into things, why you should or should not, you know, bring up this or bring up that or speak to them this way. So that psychology deals with so many pieces mentally that really have to deal with everything that this person is going through and why they think the way they do. So the next guarantee is religion. Now, uh, you know, from the biblical equally yoked plane of existence, I can easily say um, if I'm Jewish and she's Muslim, if I'm, you know, a devout Catholic and she's Pentecostal, uh, a Holy Ghost running up and down the aisle, if I'm a Buddhist and she's, you know, a Kojic Baptist, um, you know, or, or you flip it, I'm holding snakes in front of the pulpit. <laughs> I can't just go randomly date an atheist. Right. So being equally yoked is so much more than just saying and thinking the exact same things. It's being able to, in a religious capacity, understand that this is who we are, this is what we're going to do, and this is what we're going to teach our kids. And when we get around people, we're in a community of people, a network of people that are like-minded. From that religious standpoint, and I've seen this, I've seen it on MTV on a few shows, I've seen it in real life a few times, when you disagree on small things, it's not you know, not crazy. You you want to disagree on certain aspects from certain text or certain things. That's not it's not a problem. But when you wholeheartedly disagree on those foundational things that are how that religion was founded and created, it's going to be a bumpy ride. It doesn't matter how much money they have or how good they look or even how well I hate to say this. If the family structure and culture part is good, the religion part is good and every other part or, or the psychology part is good. And the only thing that's off is religion. I hate to tell you this. You got to go. That religious piece is so wrapped into the core that if you try to tear that out, 
you will kill that person. You, you might as well just walk away right now. You, you, you can't, you cannot change a person. Life changes people. Injuries change people. Catastrophes, catastrophes and trauma changes people. But don't seek out to change someone unless they ask you for help. If you're going to convert them, that needs to be their conversion. That needs to happen before you get married. Because watching it happen is, it's worse It's worse than not having Novocaine and, and then teeth being pulled. I actually watched a couple do this where the dude just never wanted to come to like church service. And the, um, the wife was always wrapped up in everything. She was in this, she was in that, she was in this. And then it flipped where it was all that she had. It was like those activities were her husband. Since he wouldn't quite commit, those activities were the commit. And so she couldn't get it out of him. She was like, well, I'll just surround myself more with this thing. So just a little bit of wisdom on that. Um, Then there's expectations, right? This next guarantee of expectations is what I believe is the marriage killer. Um, Your expectations and desires for money, for sex, and how you want to spend your time. Um, Money, sex, and how you want to spend your time need to be communicated without a shadow of a doubt and no wiggle room. So this is not the first and second date, okay? I'm speaking to you all as a marriage. You are going to wake up next to each other every day of your life, unless there's military or a job or an appointment or something. You need to be upfront and honest with this person. And you need to do it in a way where you're not just, well, I'm going to tell you. No, it's not I'm going to be a jerk or be a dick about it. You need to be able to intelligently, maturely speak to this person and tell them the truth. Your expectations and desires on money, on sex, and how you will spend your time, right, which encompasses a lot of things, is why those lot of things become marriage breakers, issue breakers, damage breakers. Well, I don't want to clean the house at on Friday night. I want to have a beer and sit down and just drink with my friends. Well, if that's what you want to do, speak that into existence. Make sure that your husband or wife know that. If your wife wants to go have drinks with her friends on Friday and you want to clean right after work, you need to speak that out. You need to talk that out. If there's a specific day that you guys are supposed to be romantic or sit down and tell each other, I love you or or do the you know emotional or physical or combination of both things. If the, if there's a specific day that you want to do that on, you better tell the waiter. You better tell the waitress. You better tell the hostess. Yeah, party of two. Because anything that you don't communicate clearly is not getting done. Well, I, I, I was hoping you would save some money to you know, help me put a down payment on this car. Well, I didn't know that. I bought a new boat. <laughs> I didn't know that. I bought uh, tickets to the Super Bowl. I didn't know that. I put that money in my Mary Kay business or my Scentsy business or whatever that business is that she wants or he wants. Well, I didn't know that. I, I I bought the kid's shoes. 
yeah, I bought them all Jordans, but you know, it's like, <laughs> bought my daughter some pink Jordans, bought my son some uh, beet red Jordans. Like, let's go. So any expectation and desire that's not communicated clearly, doesn't have to be big, doesn't have to be this. Hey, honey, I just, I want to cook more. Let me, um, let me just meal prep some food for the family because I'm already meal prepping for me. Let, me. let me meal prep some more cook some food. Like I'm not trying to make everybody bored at home. So I want to work on my skills. I want to work on this. Let me cook some more at home. You know, if you're the one that looks at the finances, which decide on that, who's going to have the, keep the house clean. Who's going to keep the finances clean. Who's going to keep the sex clean. Who's going to, you know, if you're going to do those things, make sure you clearly communicate that. And this is something that uh, for my wife and I, we've had to, you know, speak on these things a couple times because we'll see people getting divorced or falling out. And whether it's her friend or my friend, they'll confide in us with information and tell us just simply, well, you know, I just, I just wanted to go out with my guys and, you know, have a little drink on Tuesdays and just have some wings and you know, to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I didn't think it was such a big deal. Not realizing that maybe that was now because you're adults, you're not college kids. You're not high school kids. Well, I always on Tuesday, I always this. Well, you're you're always changed from high school to college to marriage. You, you never know. That might be a time where she that's the only time she has to actually just be with you. And and not everybody wants to be, you know, doing the same things. So just because they don't want to do what you want to do in that time does not make it invalid. So also something you got to communicate and understand, like I may think this is time for me to watch football games. She may be thinking this is the time for us to sit down and talk because we don't get to sit down and talk. We got five kids. We got four kids. We got two kids. We're so busy. This is the only time we have to relate to each other or Thursday. You know, hey, Monday or, uh, you know, I'm not trying to intrude on your Thursday night football or I'm not trying to intrude on, on, on ladies night. But. Hey, you keep going out on ladies night and I want my lady. So, you know, <laughs> I've been entertaining this other lady because I don't get no time with my lady. You want to do ladies time. These things just have to be communicated. We just think in circles around each other and never quite hit the target. So it, it's dangerous. We should not do that. And it's just one of the guarantees that we need to speak to daily. And I'll, I often find that even in, in my marriage, my relationship, when we do finally sit down and communicate these expectations and desires, it usually comes after a bunch of stress. And I, I get it. A lot of people, because of lack of time and increased stress, will just buckle that down. And men, we're the worst. Men will just let themselves get beat on. We, we, we abuse ourselves so bad, and women don't know this. We abuse ourselves so bad because we never take the time to build our emotional core and get that uh, emotional intelligence built up. So instead of saying something with the risk of hurting your feelings, damaging things further in the relationship, we just eat it and swallow the poison, and we just let it rotten us from inside. And we don't say anything, but really we should speak out because that thing is tearing us up. But what happens? Oftentimes, because of 
lack of time and increased stress, the relief comes in the form of alcohol, of uh, 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 pornography, of cheating, um, gambling. Uh, I already said alcohol, but I mean, in other things, the relief manifests itself in another way. And so we just go to that and we keep going to that. And by the time it becomes an issue and your wife or your husband doesn't like it, it's too late. You've already connected a bridge to your enjoyment and your happiness. So the last and final number five guarantee is friends and hobbies. Um, You're going to have your friends, even though that list may get smaller and smaller and smaller. You're going to have your friends and hobbies. Now, while the hobbies are attached to you and are, you know, pretty cool and pretty great, um, just men, women, please be careful. Some of these hobbies are uh, life ending. Um, If you're smoking cigarettes and you haven't found a reason to quit today, this is it. Today is your reason. Um, These hobbies can be fun Um, while they can be sometimes time consuming. They can be money consuming. So please be careful that these hobbies aren't robbing you of a chance to just have a good life and spend time with the person that you chose to marry. You chose to marry, right? You chose them. You have your hobbies, but you chose this person. So if if the person you're married to doesn't know what your hobbies are and they completely detest them, that's two strikes. It's almost three. If they don't know what the hobbies are and they detest them, uh, I I don't know what to tell you. That's not going to be good. But like I said, when it comes to the expectations and desires, if you do this early on well enough, when you get to friends and hobbies, you'll be able to see that some of those friends or hobbies really don't serve you. They're not making you happier. They're not making you money and they're not helping uh, uh, with your personal health. So your happiness, your money and your own personal health. So you'll you'll see in time, you can actually let some of those things go because they're just not mature. They're just not even helping you. Right. So I talked about those guarantees pretty heavy. Um the last two things, and this is really easy, you'll, you'll fill in the gaps here when I say this. Use the best examples, right? Have some mentors out there that can speak life into you. These marriages and relationships with 10 plus years, that's what you need to be looking toward. The people that have more time than you. Because the thing about people... We don't change, but the environment is ever changing, right? The iPhone did not exist back in the 80s and the 90s and early 2000s, right? And when it did come out, boy, change the game, change the game. But we're going to go through that too. Your marriage, your relationship is going to go through more changes, more stuff. I mean, I don't know. So, Marriages and relationships that have a bond past 10 years um, and then marriages and relationships that have avoided or surpassed your drama. Like real talk. This is this is life. 
right? You might be, you might have a couple kids and the woman you like might have a couple kids, right? You're a mixed family. So you need to find people that have been in your position that made it work. If you can't find anybody, you need to find the resources. Find the resources of people that speak from that vantage point of being able to see the 10, 20, and 30,000 foot view. You, you, like, you got to feed the marriage what you want it to have. So just like I said, bank on the guarantees. You got to feed the family structure and culture. You got to feed the psychology. You got to feed the religion. You got to feed the expectations and desires. And then you got to feed those friends and hobbies. If you're not feeding those things in a positive way, I can guarantee you the negative will be knocking at your door tomorrow. The negative will be knocking at your door tomorrow. <laughs> um, when we take a day off in these things, it usually takes maybe about a week or two to get it back. And then you take a, 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 a day off after that week or two, it takes another week or two to get it back. It just keeps falling out. And that's why we lose track with these things. Um, because we put them down. We think that, oh, that's her job. Or oh, that's his job. Or I'm too busy. I don't have enough time. So last but not least, let's understand why we want what we want. Be petty, be naive, be whatever you are, but be honest with yourself. And there's books, seminars, speeches, sermons, and talk shows devoted to these topics, TED Talks. I want this because. I believe I should have this because. Well, why? Why do you believe that? Why do you, why are you, that? I'm just me is the weakest explanation. That's, that's, there's nothing factual about that statement. I'm just me. Well, remember I asked about the psychology and the childhood and the, the structure. What's in your structure? Tell me about your childhood. How did you grow up? Tell me about your parents. What's your religion? What are your expectations and desires? And why? Tell me about your friends and hobbies. And why? Now, the why is kind of like a, an annoying question. But for some of those, if you ask why and that person can't give just like a, a good, simple answer, you really got to be like, really? So you like watching videos of people get beat up. Why? <laughs> If they can't give you like a simple answer or like, oh, you know, I just, I don't know. I, uh, these people all look like the guy that abused me. So, or the guy that hurt me and be like, oh, then you realize you have something more to unpack. But if they're just arrogant and want to stand tall and stick their chest out because I'm a man and that, blah, 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 or because I'm, I'm a lady, I'm a queen, I'm a boss. I, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Okay. Okay. And you can see with their words, when they put up armor, 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 the more armor they put up, the more hurt there is down below each level. The more armor, the more vague, the more out of reach they become to you while saying they want a desire, want and desire a relationship. Um, th there's work to do there. That's a stopping point. That's not somebody I want to rush into a relationship with. We got to do some work. Whether you're going to do some couples therapy together or marriage classes together. And please do your marriage classes. Find someone that will help you do those classes together. It'd be much, 
better for you to have an argument and a heated discussion right now and get that out the way so you know who you really are with your expectations and desires than to get 5, 10, 15 years into the marriage and then boom, it finally just implodes. In that structure that you built and your psychology is a bomb that has been connected and receiving power for years. And finally, one of those scenarios comes across and somebody trips the wire and everything explodes. So do your marriage counseling, do your uh, 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 therapy, couples therapy. When you start to notice that things are just popping up or you hit a wall and it's like they won't create a door to let you in. That's a stopping point. That's not where you continue to go further and marry this person or be with them. And that's okay. Not everybody is married and marriage material and ready to be married because of how society has hurt us. It has beat on us so bad. That's not that's not our fault. That's not your fault. That's not her fault. That's not his fault. When you're not marriage ready and not marriage material, that is not saying you're a bad person. That's just saying we're not ready to, to, to do this yet. We're really not ready to do this yet. Just like cooking. You can't run in the house and ask me if dinner's ready. I got to take the time to prep it, make it, uh, prep it, season it, all that. Put on the grill, food, all that. I mean, even if you're a vegan, you know, you can't just go take a bite out of everything, right? Well, some some of it you can if you're a raw vegan. Yeah, put your time in. So I talked about the guarantees. I talked about the best examples. And I talked about being real with yourself. Why are you the way you are? And that digs into your own psychology. Um, Because there's a lot of trash. We throw a lot of trash on people because we don't know our psychology. We know the reactions to things. And we've been living in that reaction for decades. You know, and, and that's not that's not psychology. That's that's just your reaction. That's just being musty about your energy. That's not your real psychology. That's a symptom of what you've been through. Um, I mean, it is real psychology, but you know what I'm saying? That's not who you really are. That's just the reaction you built up to being hurt at 12. And now you cheat on every woman because you're afraid of getting hurt or you disconnected yourself from, you know, letting any man get close enough to you to yada, 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 or woman, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. So the big takeaway here, um, you're putting in an order for a human companion every day. Um, What you are attracts a certain type of person to you. It's okay to clean that up. It's going to happen anyway, just with time and energy and age. You're going to clean it up. I don't do the same things um, I did when I was 20 years old. Some of the jokes and, and immaturity I had, it's like a cloud, really a cloud of just things versus now I feel like it's a clearly paved highway just in comparison. Um, But Hey, I love you all. Hope you love me back. Uh, Please love like, and share these messages. And I will make sure I give you all the information for the new podcast. I can't forget this one piece. I shared this, um, you know, with the singles, with the single ladies, the single men, um, I can't 
leave this out. Um, pornography does exactly to the male mind exactly what these fictional romance comedy uh, uh, movies and shows and Bachelor and Bachelorette and, you know, 90 Day Fiance and Love at First Sight. It all does the same thing to your brain. While it is great as a snack, it is not a full meal and should never replace the full meal. Those things are great as as gifts, as toys. Those things are fun to look at and to to maybe strike up conversation, you know, in, in your relationship or what you saw or what what humored you. And, and even better, if you watch those things together. Right. But it should not completely substitute for your whole identity in that thing. We shouldn't expect. And, and, and this is what I was talking to a young lady about earlier. We should not expect our wives and the real women of the world that are CEOs, coaches, run nonprofits to do the same twerking and cl- cheek clapping that these women in, in porns are doing. They're not the same. They don't have the same checking accounts, banking accounts, GPAs, resumes. They, they are nowhere near the same, even if they look similar. Same thing with the guys. If he looks like a, a underwear model and he works at a nonprofit and he's, I don't know, generous and loves his mom, loves his dad and all this and all that. That's a TV show. Real men have real battle scars. These real men out in the community look like real men. Models look like models. Simply put, if you want to put all those great qualities to a face, make sure you have the qualities in mind first. So I just wanted to say that you all, we have gone way too far to idolize the the sugar and we don't have enough salt in there. So before I let you all go, like I said, um, we're going to come back with a new podcast, a better podcast. We're still going to entertain. We're still going to heal. We're still going to build you up. But I didn't want to leave that out because some people like to sneak around and think I didn't said it. Women, stop idolizing these fake men. And men, please don't make an image in your mind that no one in the real world can stand up to. And that's for men and women as as well. So I love you all. Hope you love me back. I'll see you in 2023. I might have one more podcast left, but um, that next podcast will probably be sharing my new information for my new direction. And I'll leave the links and, and chats and all that included. So peace and love. I love you all. Hope you love me back. I'll see you soon.